What's going on, Chicago Sky fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Sky Central. I'm your host here, Hayes. On today's episode, we're talking about the WNBA All-Star rosters being completely set, uh, the Chicago Sky's ranking in the in the ESPN WNBA Power Rankings, and talking about their last game against the Phoenix Mercury and what's on the docket this week. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Sky Central. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes. All right, Sky fans, welcome to another episode. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me on Chicago Sky Central, and I much appreciate it. Helping me support the W. Uh, make sure you guys also are supporting the W as a whole. Go and follow the WNBA. Follow the Chicago Sky. Buy some merch from, from your favorite WNBA teams, mainly the WNBA Sky. But nonetheless, let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to go around the WNBA first. And the w, the 2022 WNBA All-Star rosters are completely and 100% set. We have Team Wilson featuring Aja Wilson, Sylvia Fowles, Candace Parker, Kelsey Plum, Ryan Howard, Derricka Hambry, Courtney Vandersloot, Ariel Atkins, Brianna Jones, Natasha Howard, and Sabrina Ionscu. I, I never pronounced her last name correctly. On Team Stewart, we have, of course, Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, Jackie Young, Jaquel Jones, Jewel Lloyd, Kalia Cooper, Copper. God, why do I always say Cooper? Uh, <laughs> Kalia Cooper, Copper. Jesus. Now, Skylar Diggins Smith, Elisa Thomas, RK, uh, Emma Misaman, and Nika Agumike. I know I probably pronounced that incorrectly, but nonetheless, that's your your all-star uh, teams with the WNBA. I'm leaning more towards, uh, it's kind of, Team Wilson got Candace Parker and Courtney Vandersloot on it. While we got Ka on, uh, and, and Misa Min on Team Stewart, I'm going to go with Team Wilson. I think Kelsey Plum, Candace Parker, Sylvia Fowles, Aja Wilson, Ryan Howard, all on the same team. That's gonna that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough team to beat. But let me know down below who do you have winning the WNBA All Star uh, game and this just coming up this weekend in Chicago. Make sure you guys go and support the W, especially in the city of Chicago. If you are traveling to Chicago to support the WNBA at All Star Weekend down there, make sure you let me know. Leave a comment down below if you're on the YouTube side. If you're on the podcast side, go ahead and send us an email, which we will plug at the end of the show. But we got to talk about our Chicago Sky. First of all, our Chicago Sky are once again now two weeks reigning as the number one in ESPN WNBA power rankings. What does this mean in the long run? Nothing. It's just fun. It's fun to have uh, bragging rights because your team's the number one in the power rankings. And it's and it's well-deserved. The, the uh, Chicago Sky have been playing really well lately, uh, fixing some of those third quarter issues. We'll talk about the game against the Mercury, which they had a bad second quarter. But overall, they've been playing extremely well, both sides of the ball, that depth coming in very well for the Chicago Sky. And it's it's difficult. They're riding a five-game winning streak. Hope to make that six games heading into All-Star Weekend. We'll see what's going on with that. we got two games on the docket this week, which we'll talk about in our week preview as well. Um, but other than that, uh, the Chicago Sky, can they make it a seven-game winning streak heading into All-Star Weekend? Can they do that? We hope that they can. We feel like they can. And so there you go. I'm I'm calling it right now. The, 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 the sky will go into it on a seven-game winning streak. But let's go ahead and get into some of the updates that we do have else around the, around the WNBA. Uh, first up, Brittany Griner looks like she's written a letter directly to President Biden uh, asking for President Biden to help uh, in any way that he can with getting her her freedom. The fact that this has been going on long as, as it has has just been wild. Uh, I've said it before. I said it on the last episode, just feeling for her family, her wife, um, and just everything that's going on there. 
it stinks. Like, let's just be real. It's it stinks the fact that she goes through and this is just such a, a weird situation that's gone on way longer than I think most people thought that it would have gone on, especially for what it did. Did she break the law? Yes. OK, we understand that. But you would think that, you know, it definitely feels like she has been making an example of um, by the Russian government. And it sucks because, you know, why politicize a player? Um, but, you know, unfortunately, praise out to her, her family. Hopefully this does get handled very, very quickly because, you know, she deserves it. Her family deserves it. Um, everybody deserves just to have this over with and done with and behind them as soon as possible. She, she can get back stateside to her family. Like I said, this is bigger than basketball. This isn't about, about her just getting back to the game of basketball in the WNBA, which does need her. It's about her getting back to her family. And that's the key thing in this. And, and you know, just being treated like a person, right? Just to be able to come back stateside. And hopefully we get a resolution to this extremely quickly so that she can get back um, and spend that time with her family. But let's go ahead. Now we're going to get into it. Uh, I did do a live stream after this game. Unfortunately, restream completely like that. It was so many issues during the live stream. I will make sure after the next live stream we do not have that issue uh, because one thing that we're going to try to do here, and I've said it before, we're going to try to do more live streams after games. Tomorrow's game against the uh, Minnesota Lynx, um, which goes down tomorrow at 1 p.m. my time. That's Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to try to get a live stream out shortly there after that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But, um, yeah, that and then the Fever game. We'll see what I can do with the Fever game. The Fever game is at 7 p.m. on Thursday. I should be able to get something out for that. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with that as far. Well, I'll get something out regardless, but we'll see if it can be a, a post-game live stream. I'm going to try my best to make it one. But that is it for around the WNBA. Now, the Bulls, Bulls, the Sky did have a big game against the uh, Mercury, in which coming out in that first quarter, they dominated, right? Winning that first quarter 32-12. to 12. Now, in the second quarter, it completely switched. The Sky lost that quarter 28-14, to 14, but then they went on to win the third and fourth quarters, winning that game 91-75. to 75. And this was a game in which Diana Taurasi just did not play up until her level. 27 minutes, only two points in the game, one for six shooting. Uh, Skylar Diggins did her thing, 25 points overall, eight for 17 shooting. She was zero from three from the three-point range, but did hit nine free throws. And then we got Cunningham as well, four for 10, 12 points. And then we got Diamond DeShields, the former Chicago Sky player, uh, 21 points off the bench, 7 for 16. She played. She really did help keep that, uh, that Phoenix Mercury team in this game at all. But on the Chicago Sky side, we had five players in double digits. Courtney Parker, Par Candace Parker, uh, Courtney Parker, somebody I went to school with. Candace Parker, 5 for 8, 2 for 3 from three-point range, 14 points, 8 assists. I mean, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 block. She completely stuffed the stat sheet, but she did have seven turnovers in the turnover game. In this one, the uh, Sky having 20 turnovers to the Phoenix Mercury's 18 turnovers. They need to get those turnovers underhand. Miesemann with 10 points, uh, four rebounds, four assists, one steal in that game. Quigley, high score in this game, four for five from, from free throw, six for 10 overall from the field, 19 points, five rebounds, one assist from her. Vandersloot only two for four with four points in this game. Ka. Mycock, Hawk, Kalia Copper uh, in this game, 12 points, four for eight shooting, three rebounds, no assists, not really anything else. She did have three turnovers as well. And then we had Gardner off the bench with three for six with 11 points. Now, it seems like 11 points isn't much, but the 31-year-old rookie in Rebecca Gardner is balling. Like, the, her basketball IQ is the thing that stands out to me so much in her game. The way she moves without the ball on offense and defense, just the way that she, she just makes it easy on the players around her a highly intelligent and smart basketball player, and just looking in the way that she moves in space, how it frees up 
buckets for other people, how it gets her easy and open buckets. On the defensive end, her smartness there, that IQ and what she has as being a 31-year-old rookie is so huge for the Chicago Sky. And that's one of the biggest things here and one of the things that we always talk about is the Chicago Sky's depth, right? That depth is what's going to have them possibly winning their second title in a row because even the Aces, which are very top-heavy and number two in the power rankings as well, uh, it, you know, they don't have the depth of the Chicago Sky. Not many teams in the league do. And because of that depth, it really helps keep them in games if, if Candace Parker isn't having a good game. We know there are times where Candace Parker, she doesn't score very well, but she does some other things. But we have other players that can stand up. And Dana Evans, David, Dana Evans, only six points in this game, seven minutes. But the way that I look at her, young player, she's definitely going to take over the starting point guard at some point from Sloot. It doesn't need to be anytime soon because we need to see Sloot in a Sky uh, jersey as long as she wants to play basketball. FYI on there, re-sign Sloot. If you don't re-sign Sloot, we riot. But outside of that, really looking forward to her. But Dana Evans, just looking at her, her activity, um, yeah, not having the biggest like stat sheet uh, day or anything like that, but like just her energy, her uh, her her activity, that her intelligence as well, her basketball IQ. I really do look at look at her and say, hey. This is a player that I am really am happy that is on the Chicago Sky roster, has some time to develop here, still very young. Hopefully she's learning from Sloot quickly to others. Um, but you look at uh, Copper and Evans at some point maybe being the starting backcourt for the Chicago Sky, and there's a lot to love there um, from the Chicago Sky team. But this game overall was just a game, the, the first half frustrating with the way that it ended going into the second half with them completely getting uh, outscored by, by, by 14 points in the second quarter did the Chicago Sky get outscored by. But really coming, bringing it all back, uh, being able to focus, um, winning the third quarter 27-22, winning the fourth quarter 18-13, the Chicago Sky just did what needed to be done in this game. And that's what it just boils down to. This team always finds a way to win with that depth, with bringing Azaree Stevens off the bench, a player that can get you double digits off the bench. Rebecca Gardner and her her intelligence off the bench. We even got a Lee signing in this, Lee Haru signing in this game. She only played four minutes, which is typical for her. Two points in those four minutes. Can't wait till they use her a little bit more uh, and better as well. But overall, Alamand as well. Like another, like We can go on naming every Chicago Sky player on this roster because they all contribute in different ways and in key times. The Sky got the stops where they needed to get it. They played the defense. That defensive intensity kicked in when they needed to do it. The one thing that I will look at and say that this guy team does need to look at getting those turnovers underhand as we head towards the second half of the season. We're 20 games into the season. We got 15 games left. Not that much time left in the season as we continue to just go on, figure out this season. The Chicago Sky are going to be, look, they're going to be a force to reckon with, an absolute force to reckon with. And I just can't wait to see how teams try to deal with their depth, especially once we get into the playoffs. Again, hopefully fully healthy, knock on wood, everything like that. But this Chicago Sky team is just doing what needs to be done and playing the type and brand of basketball that shows why they are the defending champions in the WNBA. Now, we know we've got some tests coming up. We've got big games coming up after the All-Star break. we still got our Commissioner's Cup game going down on the 26th, I believe, against the Aces. Um, we've got two more games left against the Aces this season. So, be on the lookout for that. It's not going to be easy. It's going to get a lot harder before it gets better for the um, for the Chicago Sky. But that's it. That is it for me for today. Make sure that you're following the show at Chicago Sky Pod on every social media platform, which is just Twitter for us right now. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, 
chicagoskycentral at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail to sound off about your thoughts about our Chicago Sky, you can do so at 773-270-2799. I'm Hayes. You can follow me personally at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. But other than that, thank you for tuning in to Chicago Sky Central. I will see you guys tomorrow after the game. And I love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.